Hello and welcome to Embrace Relief with Chelsea Winterholler. I am a certified life coach who helps moms embrace the relief that comes from finding emotional freedom around your child's future. I have had a child die, I have a child who experiences anxiety, and I have a child who lives with a life-threatening allergy. And I used to go at facing it all alone. The worry and fear completely consumed me until I found a life coach who would help me process all of the emotions that I was having about my children's futures. I am so excited to help you on this journey and watch you in turn help your kids. This is episode 46, Overcoming Anger. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast today. If you are new here, I am so glad that you are here. I can't wait to have you jump into this world with me. Today, we are going to talk about anger. And when I say the word anger, um, at first I'm like, really, do I feel anger that often? I don't know. I don't know that I feel anger every single day, but I do feel emotions that are similar to anger. Anger to me feels a lot like frustration, okay? Kind of being bugged or frustrated with people around me, the words they say or the things that they do, right? So as we're talking today, and every time I see anger, I want you to think, how do I feel that emotion in my normal day? What does it look like for you personally? Now, I titled this episode on purpose, Overcoming Anger, because I truly believe that every emotion in our life is optional, but some emotions like sadness, I believe... I don't think sadness is something that needs to be overcome. I feel like sadness is an emotion that can be processed and felt through. And I I use that I use those tips with anger as well, but I truly believe that anger is an emotion that we can learn to completely overcome in our life. And that is really, really exciting news. Anytime that someone tells you that something can be overcome, I get pumped. I get really excited to be able to accomplish that. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about anger and the ways that you personally can overcome it. I, um, Someone in my life who I truly feel like has overcome anger is my grandfather. He passed away a few months ago, but anyone who was in the room with him at any given time would agree with you that he did not ever express anger. And it was very apparent, especially at his memorial service where we were talking and reminiscing about the wonderful things that we loved about our grandfather. There were a lot of people, his children, his grandchildren, who would talk and joke and tease about the fact that their dad or their grandfather never got angry at them. Even when they dumped a tractor in a ditch, he was a 
farmer. So there was a lot of a lot of stories like that. But he truly didn't express his anger. Now, I don't believe that he probably never felt anger or frustration. I think we all feel these emotions in our body, right? But the ability to not act on it is a completely different thing. So when I feel anger, it feels red. It even feels hot in my chest. When I feel anger, it kind of feels cloudy in my brain and it almost makes my um, my torso tingle when I'm feeling really, really angry about something. And we know that these emotions, these sensations in our body are caused from a thought in our brain, right? So let me give you an example. So let's say that your child lies to you about what they were doing last night and you think he does not respect me. That thought will make you feel anger 100%. And remember, we know that a thought causes a feeling because let's say our kid lies to us about where they were last night and we feel empathy. It's because we are thinking something different. We're thinking, oh, I wish he and I had a closer relationship right? It can create a totally different emotion. Different thoughts in our brains create different emotions in our bodies, okay? Or let's think about online. We have so much online presence right now, and so often people say things online that we maybe don't agree with. Words come out of a politician's mouth or someone else's mouth that we don't believe and we feel angry. It is not because the person said the words. It's because we are thinking, I do not believe or agree with the words that they said. Okay, there are a lot of people that heard the exact same words that you heard and actually felt encouraged or excited or lit up. Okay, it's because they are thinking, I'm behind you 100%. I believe everything that you just said is true. Okay, so if someone says words and we think that's not what I believe, we feel angry. Now's the time where we get to choose how we're going to act, right? We have a circumstance. Someone said words. We have a thought. We have a feeling. And then we act because you are a human And that's what humans do. After we feel an emotion, we act. Now, sometimes we express our anger or our frustrations with accusations or with arguing or yelling, or some people choose to use violence, right? And sometimes we might even feel better after expressing our anger in aggressive ways, but expressing anger 
doesn't help us feel better in the long term. And it can result in harder relationships or even physical illness or physical damage to ourselves or to other people. So when we choose to react to our anger, it actually escalates the situation. Have you ever been in an argument with a family member about something as simple as, I don't know, dropping an egg in the kitchen. And as you allow yourself to escalate, the tone of your voice might raise a little bit. You might even start huffing and puffing and saying words that you don't exactly think through before they come out of your mouth. You might start yelling at the person or people in the room with you your emotions are escalating, they're stacking on top of each other. And then often what happens is the other person chooses to match your level of escalation and now you're both yelling or you're both crying about something as simple as an egg dropping on the floor, okay? Or maybe if you're in a disagreement with someone, you choose to act, you choose to go and talk about them behind their back to someone else who you think might be in your corner, right? This is called reacting to an emotion. Reacting to your anger could also look like punching or hitting or stomping or even screaming, okay? That's what reacting to anger might look like. And you have another option. You can also resist it. I don't suggest this option either, but this is what resisting looks like. When I think of it, I think of kind of stomping around the house, muttering under my breath about all of the messes and all of the people who don't care about me and who don't care about the house, right? You're spinning in all of the thoughts and all of the thoughts that are making you feel angry or resisting anger might look like if you are working at your job and someone else doesn't complete their task then you just go ahead and finish it for them while you're resenting the person the entire time have you done that before I do it all of the time I ask um, my spouse or kids to do something and when they don't do it I resent them and I do it behind their back and I'm doing all of this huffing and puffing and I know that you have done that too. So or it could look like just giving someone kind of the silent treatment while you just spin over and over in your head about everything that they did wrong not only today but for days and years months on end. Right? So that is resisting an emotion, putting it down, hiding from it, okay? Now, I want to suggest that you also have another opportunity in a moment that you feel anger or frustration. You have an opportunity to feel it, (laughs) to feel your feeling rather than immediately reacting or resisting it, okay? So when I feel angry, It's often because I am thinking something like, let's say um, I'm driving down the road and someone cuts me off and I think that person is a terrible driver. 
We've all done that, right? We've all felt a little road rage here and there. So in that moment, I am feeling angry because I'm thinking this person is a terrible driver. So the first thing that I love to do right then is just name the feeling. I love to say this right here is anger. I will say that. Oh, Chelsea, you're feeling anger right now. It also might manifest as a different feeling, right? You might say, I am feeling stress right now. I am feeling fear right now. I am feeling frustration right now. Okay, but we're going to name it. Okay, you can also do things like count, (laughs) count to 10. You hear that all the time when you were younger, right? Just go ahead and count to 10. It'll make everything feel better. (laughs) It actually works. You can breathe in for seven seconds and out for eight seconds. You can find some sunshine or breathe in some fresh air. If you are in your car or you have your cell phone, you can listen to some calming music. You could do one of my favorite things, which is ask yourself useful questions. The most useful question ever is, is this true? Is what my brain telling me right now true? So in this instance, if we were thinking about the person that cut us off and we're like, he's such a terrible driver, it might not be true. They might actually be going to the hospital to save their child's life, right? If I was thinking that, I would be feeling empathy or that is the, he is the worst driver in the whole world. Is that true? Is that actually true? Yesterday, my child was making an origami creation and he was sitting there and he kind of got behind on a couple of the steps and I could visibly see him beginning to feel frustrated. He started to get tears in his eyes and he was folding the paper a little haphazardly, right? He was reacting to the emotion that he was feeling. So I took a moment and I said, what are you thinking right now, buddy? And do you know what he said to me? He said, this is impossible as tears were running down his cheeks. Yes, if you are thinking this is impossible. You are definitely going to have a feeling of frustration in your body. Right then and there, I told my son that he had some options. He could resist the feeling, right? Which is what he was trying to do. He was trying not to cry. He was trying to just keep going through, pushing through, doing what he was doing, which was not working, right? He could respond to his frustration, which he did a little bit. He was folding the paper and rewinding the the video over and over and over again quickly, but not rewinding it quite as far as he needed to at the time. Or he could feel it. And when I offered to him that he could take a minute to feel it, he took me up on it. He got up from the table, he walked upstairs, got in his bed, and he took deep breaths. That's what he did. He chose to feel it, okay? And what that did for him was create 
magic. He was only upstairs for probably three or four minutes. And then he had the opportunity after he felt the emotion. Okay, we say, this is anger. I am feeling frustration. I am feeling stress right now. He processed it. He came back down and he attempted his origami again. I believe that this was an amazing learning opportunity for him. He was able to identify how he was feeling. He was feeling frustrated. He was able to identify the thought that was creating the feeling. And then he was able to process it in a healthy way. You guys, what if every single human on the face of the earth knew how to do what my nine-year-old son just did. It would change everything. It would change every relationship. It would change the amount of violence and terror and horror that we experience in this life. This is such an amazing skill set. And you being here and listening to this gives you the opportunity not only to learn it for yourself, but to help those around you learn it as well, especially if you have the opportunity to influence children in your life. You have the choice in how you respond to your feelings of anger and frustration. I promise you that it is so important to understand that connection between anger and your agency, your choice to move forward when you feel it. So as things happen in your life, you will probably feel anger. You will probably feel frustration. But when you are able to choose how to respond to that feeling everything changes. You can choose to become more angry, more frustrated, more stressed. You can stack everything on top of it. Or you can choose to become charitable and kind and generous, even curious for the situation that you are in. Just like we got curious about the man who cut us off. Perhaps they were heading to the hospital. So if you wanted to get curious about your child lying to you, instead of thinking, my child never listens to me and they probably never will, that would make you feel hurt and angry and disappointed, right? Instead of creating those feelings, if you wanted to create the feeling of curiosity, what might you think when your child lies to you? You might think, I wonder what's going on for him right now, that he feels like he needs to lie to me? Or have I ever stretched the truth just like he is right now? What was going on for me when I chose to do that? Right? This is my favorite question, especially when dishonesty or something is involved is how could this happening actually be good for them or good for us? And I know that sounds crazy. How can my child lying to me actually be good for him or good for our relationship? Play with the answer to that question. Truly Be curious. Don't just ask these questions rapid fire and not take time to really consider them. 
truly considering curiosity, inviting the feeling of curiosity in your life, I think can change almost every relationship that you have. When your spouse does something that irritates you because you are thinking they don't respect me, right? When a stranger at the grocery store gives you a crazy look and you think, how dare they? They don't even know who I am or what I'm going through today. And you're feeling angry. What if instead you could get curious? I wonder why my husband did that. What's going on for him? I wonder what was going through the person at the grocery store's head when they looked at me in that way. Curiosity can help anger dissipate so, so quickly. Okay, I want to suggest one more thing. You might take some time after this podcast to make yourself more aware of things that actually make you angry in your life. Okay, so you can make a list. You can write down all of the things, all of the situations that you believe make you feel anger or frustration or irritability right? And then I want you to write down what you are thinking that actually made you feel angry in that situation because we know that our thoughts make us feel feelings. So your thought about the situation is making you feel angry, okay? So maybe you feel angry when you argue with your spouse over finances and your thought would be, he never sees it my way. Or maybe you feel angry when you can't come to a conclusion about where to go out to dinner and you are thinking, everyone in my family only cares about themselves. They never think about me. Okay, maybe you feel angry when you experience pain from a recent injury. What are you thinking about it? You are probably thinking something like, this is not fair. That thought would make you feel angry for sure. Okay? You can then describe how you feel when you think those thoughts. So first you're going to name it. I am feeling angry. My palms sweat. My heart beats fast. I feel really tense in my chest. Okay? When you do this, you are able to then, we're doing this beforehand, right? We're doing this exercise before we're actually in the moment and feeling angry. When you are in the moment and all of a sudden your, your palms start sweating and your heart starts beating fast, your brain will automatically know, I must be feeling anger. Because when I feel angry, my palms sweat and my heart beats fast and I feel tense in my chest. What am I thinking that's making me feel it? Okay? Then you can write down how you've responded, how you've acted in the past when those things happened. And the best part is that then you get to choose what you're going to do in the future. You might choose breathing or counting to 10 or getting curious. You might choose one of those things that I have suggested. But going through this exercise when you are not currently angry is everything, you guys. Then can you just even imagine how aware you will be when you are in the heat of the moment 
It is so beautiful to start making your brain aware of emotions that you might be facing. I promise you that the emotion of anger can be overcome. Use these tools that I taught you today. If you're not sure how to use them, reach out to me and I will help you. We'll talk to you soon, friend. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, go to my website and book a mini consultation session at winterhollercoaching.com. You can also give me a shout out on your favorite podcast app or simply recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at winterhollercoaching. Thanks for joining me today. I will see you next week.